True Disciples, it's your girl Michaela, and I'm a co-host here with my handsome husband Rico Smith. Hey True Disciples, it's your boy Rico. Thank you for tuning in with another episode. For you guys who are first uh, tuning in for the first time, uh, welcome to the show. Well, we love to have you. Uh, here, me and my wife are on a mission to turn people back to a relationship with God and away from legalism. Here, we discuss kingdom marriage, health relationships, and what it means to be a true disciple. Let's stay tuned, stay blessed, and most importantly, stay connected to the ultimate power source, which is Jesus. All right, we about to start, y'all. Your girl Michaela. How y'all doing today? I just hope you guys had a good uh, week and uh, also just um, somewhere on my mic. I think somewhere on my mic. Hold on, let me get it straight. My wife over here looking at me. Okay, that's better. Mm, I think so. Better. I don't know. I can't really hear you on it. <laughs> you hear me now? Uh huh. Okay. I guess, I guess my mic was turned down. But you know, I hope you guys had a good one. Uh, I know we did. Uh, happy uh, Resurrection Sunday. Uh, it's not Easter no more, but Happy Resurrection Sunday. Uh, this is just the day, you know, Jesus rose and, you know, pretty much torn that veil, you mm-hmm. know, between, um, you know, the, uh, the old law back in the day. What happened? What's going on? No, 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 I'm good. Oh, okay. I thought it was, I thought it was recording in minutes, y'all. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> It's no, seconds. Okay. I think we're good. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we got a treat for you, so we're going to, um. We're going to continue with the rest of the fruits of the Spirit. And Kelly, you know what those are? The last two. Yeah, you want to read them or you want me to? Um, you can go on and read them. Okay. So, y'all, as y'all know, we're going to be coming out of Galatians 5.22. Mm-hmm. And the Word of God says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. So, um, we've already went over the um every fruit of the spirit except for gentleness and self-control so that's what we'll be going ahead and covering in today's episode y'all mm-hmm. and, I, and i believe we're going to be coming out of uh, genesis 50 was it 50 uh let me go to it i don't want to let me see i don't want to say it wrong <laughs> thing is like i'm going there right now i think it's is it 15 12 to 21 15 21 hold on i'm trying to Man, I'm, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah it's genesis 50 um, verses 15 through 21. There we go. I got it right. Third time. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it says, when Joseph's brother see, saw that their father was dead, they said, what if Joseph holds a grudge against us and pays us back for all the wrongs we did to him? So they sent word to Joseph saying, your father left these instructions before he died. This is what you are to say to Joseph. I ask you to forgive your brothers in the sins and the wrongs they committed in treating you so badly. Now, please forgive the sins of the servants of the God of your father. When their message came to him, Joseph wept. His brothers then came and threw themselves down before him. We are your slaves, they said. But Joseph said to them, don't be afraid. Am I in the place of God? You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done. The saving of many lives. So then don't be afraid. I will provide for you and your children. And he reassured them and spoke kindly to them. All right. So a little brief history about this guy that y'all, some of y'all probably like reading for the first time. So his name Joseph, not a, not Jesus' dad. Um, this is a different dude. <laughs> um, so this guy is, um, he was chosen by God. He had, I think he had about like, how many brothers he had? Like 12 of them. It was a whole bunch of them. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to lie to y'all. Yeah, it was a lot of brothers. Yeah, um, 
But um, y'all can read it. Y'all can read it through. I think it's like in the like it start. I think that starts in like Genesis uh, thirty, I believe, or twenty twenty something around there. Twenty thirty. You know, y'all got. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a Bible geek with the uh, verses. So you know. So I want to give. You know, God only just downloads what He wants me to download. And sometimes I still have to go back and look it up myself. Um, but brief history about him, y'all. Um, this guy was chosen by God. He was a young dude out of all the brothers and everything. And um, he used to uh, have visions about dreams. So he used to, like, be cocky with it and go tell his uh, his brothers them, like, all these dreams. And they just get mad and mad and angry because right? his father, Joseph's father, really favoritized him, you know. While his brothers then worked in the fields, his, his he, Joseph, didn't, you know. So his brother was always angry at him, and he like, it'd be like one of them annoying things. Like, you know, have a sibling that'd be like, I'm going to go do this, I'm doing that. And he'd be like, man, go on with all that. You don't want to be featured in all that. So as, you know, as Joseph is doing this and everything, he's, um, his brothers go anger at him, and then they start plotting on him. And they end up, <laughs> you know, they end up throwing him in this, mm -hmm. this barrel and trading him, selling him to the, Egyptians, then he comes to the Egyptians. Now he's a slave for this dude named Potiphar, and Potiphar is like this guy uh, that's under Ramesses, and he's he's like you know this this high powered guy. He has a wife, and the wife start lusting after Joseph. Then mm -hmm. she start lying on him. Then they she tore off his clothes. He ran away. They found him and threw him in prison. He's in prison captivity for I think I think twelve or thirteen years. And as this time, you know, he meet these two guys that's in there. The one is a cupbearer, one is the dude that's over the food, and they have dreams. And Joseph interpreting for them, mm -hmm. and uh, he didn't like they didn't like their endings, and end up happening. One guy dies, the other dude goes back, and and uh, one day Potiphar came. Uh, I think it was was it Potiphar or the king or Ramses? Pharaoh. Pharaoh. It was Pharaoh. Pharaoh came yeah. and he had a dream and Joseph interpreted for him and he told him like, "Go, oh, come on." So he put him like pretty much over a lot of land mm -hmm. of that region in Egypt. So his brothers, so the people, the little town where his brothers are from, they come report, you know, to get their food and stuff from uh, Joseph them and everything. They didn't, you know, they didn't recognize Joseph. Joseph done grew up. He done changed, you know. And Joseph recognized him and started cursing him, and you know they went sad and back home and and everything. And up to this point where you know the, their father dies, and they like, dang man, how we gonna tell Joseph that this father, if father he gonna curse us and all kind of stuff? So they come and tell their brother like, hey, you know dad died, and and they just thought you know, and they start apologizing pretty much, you know like, man, we did this to you, forgive us. They threw themselves and. It's really off that dream where, you know, Joseph had a dream actually about he had a haystack and he told his brother like all his, all they haystacks was bowed down to him. So they pretty much was bowed down to him, you know, at the end of the day, cause you know, he was going to become, you know, a ruler. Mm -hmm. um, so they just, but Joseph had, you know, heart, his heart was out to God. He had that kindness and he really had self-control because he could have just like sent them to death or whatever to him. but. He, he literally told him, like, pretty much thank them for, you know, putting him in that captivity because without that, you know, with that captivity, God used their, you know, wrongs to do good, you know, to help, you know, progress him 
to where he is now, and he offered to take care of for the you know and their children. Mm -hmm. So this guy's like you know this guy lived to a hundred and like I think believe one hundred and ten. So this dude was old, mm -hmm. you know. But it just shows you that you know how much self control had because I know somebody do that to me in my flesh. I'm I'm you know I don't want to see you no more. I want to fight you, whatever you know. But when you heart out the guy. Uh, I remember talking. I remember uh, when Paul talks about this a lot, um, and the, uh, the, the, you know, this, you know, from from Romans to I think I believe the last one is Titus. I believe, and uh, and I believe it's Titus. I don't know. I could be, you know. Let me. I'm on a lot of y'all, but uh, you know, in those scriptures, you know, Paul talks about a time where you know, we as being a Christian, in him, you know, people going to come at you with all these, you know scoldings and everything and we delivered you know pretty much compassion for these folks you know it's just because with that we carry our cross daily you know jesus has been ridiculed all his life you know toss and turn but he never threw curses on them or did nothing he continued just to love and continue just to, you know show compassion for the people who were against him and that's just how we should be that's how we should be operating and that's how it's so important because that's then that's where the first fruit of the spirit love comes in because with love all those fruits of the spirit pretty much falls right in line with everything mm -hmm. so it's you know you get in situations where you know you're put there either you know people praying on your downfall it's kind of crazy because people still do it you got family out there doing it friends and and people just pretty much people close to you and um and while they praying on your downfall, God just making it, you know, just making your situation even better. And, man, it just making people more mad, more mad, more mad. It's like, dang, like, but it, it's crazy because it be, sometimes it be the same people who um, God's chosen them too, but they're too busy focused on what you got to go, what you're doing, that they miss out on what God want to do with them. So it's kind of crazy how that is, but but back to it, but, you know, that just showed that, you know, that self-control and, and gentleness and that, uh, you know, self-control is just really just, you know, being able to, you know, control yourself and not have to, you know, have a rebuttal towards anything else. And the gentleness is just, you know, being gentle and, you know, soft, you know, soft-spoken and just chilling, you know, ain't got to be a hard all the time and just showing compassion, gentleness, having compassion. And it's, it's crazy because, you know, right now you guys are... You know, and especially us, you know, we're we're in situations where, you know, we have people close to us sometimes where, you know, we there there's no there's no gentleness and things mess with your mind and things ain't going your way and people coming at you crazy, people ain't loving on you and 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 it's crazy because it be with family. And, and with family, and you would think, like, man, family, because, you know, with family, they always speak, you know, love is thicker than water, this and that. But, like, if you ain't showing love to me, you know, but you showing love to everybody else makes me think, like, there's something deeper than what it is. And because there's no two sides. There's, you know, no one needs, you know, you can't be hypocritical about it. You know, right? You can't be hypocritical about it. And there's no flip-flop. You know, you can't flip-flop in the kingdom. You can't. You're going to either hate somebody or you're going to love somebody. You know what I'm saying? You got anything, you got anything to say? Cause you look, you're looking at me like you want to say something. So, um, I feel what Joseph um, was going through. It's crazy because um, 
Jesus has actually had me on a two-week journey Mm -hmm. in the book of Joseph Um, just because I was if I'm being honest like battling my own personal things um, internally you know that Jesus was just showing me um, and for these last two weeks Jesus has really just been showing me to have um, compassion on people and to have compassion is really to just show love you know and um, when I was looking at the book of Joseph I seen you know you see the wrong you see the process that Joseph had to go on you see that he um you know he could have went through a season of frustration with God like you showed me this you know what I'm saying um he went through a a, a season of when he you know people looked down on him when he was a slave like that wasn't the dream that um God had showed Joseph you know he showed him a piece of you know the um a piece of what would happen when he after he went through a process but you see Joseph didn't know that it was a process and similarly to me I didn't know that following Jesus was going to be a process I thought it was going to be good I thought it was going to be I thought my peace wouldn't be swayed and stuff and when certain situations came my way or when I was met with different oppositions you know some um at a higher level than others and um you guys I'm not gonna lie um it's been a journey you know um some of you guys know our story some of you guys don't but um we've been on a a fast track with Jesus and I say that humbly because it's actually a refining process that the Lord is doing with us individually together um for his kingdom you know what I'm saying and even in our marriage um we um we actually went ahead and we left Tennessee to come to California um, it was something that the Lord has spoke to me about um, as far as moving to California. It was a crazy move. It was crazy faith, as you heard on the previous episode um, about crazy faith, moving out here, um, people looking at us in awe that God still speaks, even believers in awe that God still speaks like he doesn't speak still, like his Holy Spirit is not still moving. And um, that's what we did. You guys, we moved and we came here and Um, we scraped up we had to scrape up money well really we didn't even have to as a matter of fact it was money just falling in our lap you know what I'm saying it was we had went through a whole budgeting series and honestly I'm not gonna lie I don't know how we moved out here but all I have to say is but God it all just pointed right back down to him you know us moving out here and driving out here and missing the snow as Rico had told you previously before and you guys we are in humbling we humble right now I'm not gonna lie we're in our car right now um and we're staying at my mom's house you know and it has been um a period of testing a great testing that has happened um us coming out here honestly it's completely different than what I thought it was gonna be um and honestly had Jesus showed me what it was gonna be before honestly I don't know if I would have moved out here and um it's just been a process you guys a process a process a process of great hurt of great um needing to forgive of great needing to show compassion of great moving on and focusing on what the Lord has given me in for that day and when I first got here I was like Lord like when Paul said um Paul was talking about the opposition that he faced you know it was great opposition so much that he wanted to turn away you know but he had to complete the task that Jesus had given him and that's how I felt you guys it was hard and I kept talking to my husband it was nights it was days that I cried that I couldn't stand being here if I'm just be honest with you and it was like dang you know it was great hurt um emotionally you know of the stuff that I I've endured and um you know just 
you know, like the giving love and it not being reciprocated or it being reciprocated temporarily. You know what I'm saying? And that was a that was a period of hurt. And um, I'm not going to lie, y'all, this podcast is kind of hard to do because this is really vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? And I went back and forth with Jesus. But you know how the hand of God is when it starts pressing in on you, just like how a wine press starts pressing on grapes. You it has to it it applies pressure. So then it can so then fruitfulness, a juice can be spring sprung forth. And that's what's happening to me right now. So y'all bear with me. But y'all, I this has been a great time of testing me and my um someone very close to me our relationship hasn't been you know the way that it that I thought it was gonna be you know it has been a great um it has been it has been a, a division if I'm in this you know what I'm saying? it has been and um it's just it's crazy y'all it's so crazy of just seeing everything of seeing um, that healing, seeing even what Jesus made, how he went, what he went through with the members of his own household. You know what I'm saying? They thought that man was crazy, and it's crazy because it's like um, that's kind of what we're going through too. You know, I always thought that I had this picture perfect family, <laughs> and at one point in time, I even idolized my family. If I'm just being honest, and um, that's just not the case, y'all. It's not. It's just not the case. But I, it just, it's crazy. It's crazy. I need help, Rico. So go ahead and speak. So it's 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 like like Kayla said, it's crazy, you know. Um I got back home, I deal with things, uh, you know, especially my family. Uh I I, I don't really talk to my uh my sisters as often. Um my brothers I don't talk to them. I just went through a period years ago, just I felt like everybody was always coming to me with their handout and um, and people had did things when I was younger, you got people stuff and my name and and at the, when it came time to, to uh, for payments and everything, I, I was the one that had to pay the the, uh, the the cost that wasn't, that was, you know, under like unpaid, you know, I had to pay that myself. And no one has, you know, I went through a period, no one apologized for it, no one apologized for what they did to me. And it killed like a, um, a what's it, like a little grudge towards people that I don't ever want to feel. I don't want to ever feel like that towards anybody. But man, it's, you know, I have a, a thing sometimes where God's still working on me where, you know, you do wrong to me. You know, I just, I just have a switch where I just don't mess with you. You know, I don't talk to you. I don't mess with you because you already showed me you know who you are uh i preach you know i tell me and kayla talk about this all the time you know uh i remember because our fight is not according to the word our fight is not with you know people is with the uh is with the uh demonic spirits you know and evil rulers on this earth so it's like when people are people do monitor you know monitor no spirits and i can't be around it and and like i think about simon the sorcerer he's the same way you know, Peter told him, you know, told him, hey, man, you need to go repent for what you're trying to do. You know, you're doing an evil thing. You're trying to buy, the, you know, the Holy Spirit. You can't buy, something can't be bought, you know, and you need to repent and, like, pretty much get away. Like, you're you're, you're tripping. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know, but we still, like, I think about Joseph, you know, he didn't hold that, he didn't hold that towards his brothers. He didn't hold it towards his brothers. They, you know, they came to him and apologized for what they did to him. Mm -hmm. You know, he didn't even have to bring it up. They did. 
And I feel like that's a thing where um, it's like a conviction. Yeah. Especially if they're, if the conviction is not on either side, it's like, bro, it's like literally like you don't, you don't, you don't, um, you really don't care about doing what you did. Even when Peter came to, um, you know, Peter was convicted when he, when uh, he was getting asked about who, who you, you the man that was with Jesus. And he like, no, he started cursing the people out. He was convicted, you know. Judas was convicted. Yeah. They're all they had convictions on them. Yeah. You know because they was the same ones that said, you know, Jesus, we ain't gonna ever do that to you. Yeah. But he told them, yeah, you are. You know, you know, as the well, how they took the how they took that. That's on them. You know, Jesus didn't tell Judas to go hang, hang himself. You know, Judas didn't. You know, Jesus didn't go tell. You know, Peter. Hey, Peter, go curse out the people in the crowd. He said, "You gonna deny me three times," and and uh, and and uh, so we get to when Jesus comes back, and he went to Peter. And he's like, "Hey, man, you know, you know, hey, Peter, would you uh, you know, would you build my, you know, Peter, would you follow me, build my church?" And Peter, like, you know, he said, "Do you love me?" He's like, "Yeah, I love you." And three times, "Do you love me?" He's like, "Yeah," he's like. And then Peter started pointing, you know how we get to the point, like Peter started pointing to people around, like, man, what about that dude that was that was there with you? You, you know, you ain't saying nothing to him. He said, don't worry about him. He people would say, don't worry about him. <laughs> right. You know, I'm asking you. Right. Don't worry about him. Right. Because he didn't go snitch. He didn't go deny me. <laughs> but you did. So don't, don't, Jesus don't, didn't even say that, yeah, y'all. That's how we that. would look at it. Yeah. Just, but Peter, at the time, he was convicted because he started remembering like dang I did you yeah, know what I'm saying yeah. he, I did do it. it's a conviction and that's just how we that's how we come to know Christ because we are it's conviction that starts conviction is not a that you know you put on a stand and everybody throwing this stuff it's just like you come to the conclusion that you know man I, I'm a sinner you know I am a sinner I have done wrong things it's not you don't come in with your high nose and come and like ah you know what I'm saying a conviction is what you've done yeah. Like I've come to the conviction of things I've done and things I hurt people, and I convicted of, and I have to apologize. You know, not saying that it's gonna not apology make that person feel good, but just but at the end of the day, it just make it just shows that you love them, that you're willing to do that. You know. Yeah, and, and Rico it, showed that to me, you guys. Um, I always tell people about like May, cause May was was crazy, huh, Bay? May mm -hmm. May June time frame, because um I had went through a process where. Jesus was really just I was actually like entering from um religion into relationship with God and really just talking to him and communing with him and stuff and some of the things that he was telling me you know that wisdom that he was giving me that was directly from him it was something that you know the carnal mind would see as foolishness is you being crazy you know and this is just a full time of transparency y'all I, my mom had actually flew out there and they my mom and my husband had tried to perform an exorcism on me and um rico he um i was i was scared because i was like y'all not finna put me you know in no mental home or you know no mental hospital or something because i know i know that god is speaking to me you know what i'm saying and what it did was it made me feel as though something was wrong you know because these were the two closest people to me and they looking at me like what did you get into you know what i'm saying and then like when we were when they were doing the exorcism and stuff it never worked and it was crazy because my husband had brought it up he was like baby it never worked because you can't cast out the holy spirit when the holy spirit is speaking it's speaking can't nobody cast it out huh babe mm -hmm. so 
that was a form and when you have conviction and you allow the convicting of the Holy Spirit to really just use you you're able to acknowledge something that was wrong you feel me and um it was crazy because when he had said that to me i honestly I kind of like put it in the back of well I forgave and then I just moved on I moved on but when he he came to me himself you know what I'm saying he was like babe I'm sorry for that I had to repent for that you know what I'm saying because you know what I'm saying that's not right and that's one thing that the Holy Spirit does it is it convicts you now it's a scary thing when there's no conviction and like for me y'all like um like you know like just a little back brief but like I would have somebody real close to me you know what I'm saying call me a Jezebel and it hurt it hurt so much because it was like God was really doing a work in me and it was a work in me that other people could see you know what I'm saying strangers could see I had I had somebody in my own household call me a Jezebel while I have strangers who've told me that I was a blessing to them that I've blessed them you know what I'm saying or that God was really using me or I could even sit down with you know for with the like in like you know for a dinner or something with people and off that one two three hours they could tell that God was using me and my husband you know so it was crazy because like that was it hurt me and honestly, I haven't received an apology for it or anything. And I think that hurts even all the more because it's like you still feel that way. And because you still feel that way, you know what I'm saying? Our relationship is kind of, you know what I'm saying? It's the way it is because it's like you you haven't acknowledged that that was wrong or you haven't, you, don't, you haven't allowed like a conviction to spring forth to the point where you could acknowledge, hey, that's wrong. And do you find coming from, babe? And you guys, honestly, I'm hurting from that. <laughs> Jesus is really helping me on that. That's how I feel. I know, like, I feel how Joseph felt when he seen his brothers. When he seen his brothers, he wept. You know what I'm saying? But even though he was hurt, even though that it was a, it was basically like a, like a wound to his, to him. You know what I'm saying? Um, he still chose compassion. He still loved. And you guys, that's what I'm trying to do, even when it hurts. Like y'all don't see the tears that I cry prior to me coming on here y'all don't see the tears that I cry when I'm laying in the bed y'all don't see those tears you know what I'm saying because it's a painful process I feel how Joseph felt you know when he felt like he was in captivity and he didn't have nobody to talk to he was just talking to God you know it was just him and God and sometimes it required God requires us to be in that season of separation so we can really see. And if 2020 hasn't done nothing else, 2022, 2021, it has allowed me to see that when male man will fail you, Jesus won't. When man will fail you, Jesus won't. And um, yeah, so I just I really that's why he was showing me Joseph because he didn't Joseph. He still got an apology, but it was an apology after 12 to 13 years of suffering of 12 to 13 you know what i'm saying so we just got to get on here and tell the truth and shame the devil and that's all we can do um it's just like you know i just think about when joseph was going to this time he wasn't like you know joseph at this time he had got a family he got kids you know and he just focused on what god's doing with him when his brother when he seen his brother he like dang like he didn't think he was gonna see them that day yeah. he just didn't think that you know but it just all showed, it just really just showed that, you know, and David was blessed for that. I said David, Joseph. <laughs> uh, Joseph was just blessed with that, you know, just um, having that compassion for his brothers and just, you know, forgiving them, you know. And that's because in the kingdom, that's all we should be doing, you know. 
Because at the same, the same time we're repenting to, you know, repenting to God about, to, because the Bible literally says you have to forgive others, you know, or he would not forgive you. You know what I'm saying? He won't forgive you because you're not doing, you know, you're not practicing forgiveness for others, you know? Yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's all, that's, that's what it all is. You just have to forgive, man. You just have to forgive and move on. And that's what Dosa did. He got a family. He wasn't expecting that. I've been pretty sure we seen his brothers uh, stuff start coming back up again. Like, yeah. man, like, you know, what they doing here? You know, they put me in captivity. You know, I'm over them now. I can do anything I want with them, mm -hmm. you know? But he just brought no harm to him. He took care of his family and them and the kids. And, and he lived, you know, lived all them years. And it just really just shows that, um, you know, just just allow God to work in your heart and so as these fruits of the spirits we close out these fruits of the spirits you know these all these things can monitor in you you know you're going to meet a lot of people who want to choose certain spirits they want to monitor in but no you have to monitor in all of them being 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 in being with in the community yeah, uh you know we all follow the Christ there is there is no competition no one is higher than the other. Honestly, we are all servants of each other. You serve that person, you serve him, you serve me, I serve you, I wash your back, you wash mine. It's not about this one person, this one preacher, this one teacher, mm -hmm. and no one, you know, he doesn't do anything but just he because he's a he's ordained and this and that. No, he serves too. He serves you because at the end of the day, if he don't serve you, it's a slap in the face because Jesus was the highest of all. And still lives the king of kings, you know what I'm saying? And he even admitted that there was only one teacher, which is only, the Holy Spirit. There's only one teacher, which is the Holy Spirit. You know, he's not a teacher. So it, it just really just shows you, you know. Uh, I remember I was talking to uh, with my family, uh, the man in my family about this like, a couple of days ago. And just, you know, we just, you know, just really just talking about, you know, just titles. I feel like people don't talk about it as much, but. Titus are a big risk in the church, you know, and these, you know, this is nothing against the churches, but this is, just, you know, we have to teach people that these titles don't really matter at the end of the day because at the end of the day, you're a follower of Christ. You are a Christian in people's eyes. You know, you're a follower of Christ. And that's your identity. It's found in him. It's not found in a uh, preacher. It's not found in deacon. It's not found in prophet or prophets or apostles. It's not found in those. And your your name is really not your identity in, in the U.S. U.S. government. Your name is you know your name, but you're a follower of Christ. Because at the end of the day, when we go meet Him, it's you know what I'm saying you're you just a follower of Christ, man. Yeah. That's who you are. That's your identity. You don't have these subtitles. There's nothing over you. There's nothing that's gonna make you even be greater. But the world has made it to the point where it's like that, and it's not right. So. I'm, I'm not afraid to talk about that stuff and I really, you know, I'll talk, you know, I'll talk against it because it's true. It's true. You can't outrun the truth. You can't take the Bible and choose whatever you want to follow in it. It's, it's not, it don't work like that. And y'all get mad. My thing is we get mad at people um, saying when we get checked, because we do get checked. We supposed to get checked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're a follower of Christ, we're going to get checked. You're going to get checked. Jesus ain't be that checking me. Checking and use the Holy Spirit because you know. Yeah. If you know, you know to be checked to keep each other in line. That's all it is. Iron sharpens iron. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You get checked. That's, 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 that's all it is, man. And 
and we just got to be careful with that and continue to teach you know the young people about that and just not that's just that's just that's going to this year and that's just live the truth and be truthful about everything you have to honestly you to even move you have to be truthful for what, what you're dealing with yeah what's going on you can't yeah. cover up a title is not going to cover up your stains nothing will cover up your stain you still you're still a sinner at the end of the day yeah. you know we you all home, are. no one knows what you're doing when you get home mm-hmm. no one knows what you got going but we can't be fake you know we can't be fake because if i i'd rather check you than jesus check you because when jesus was checking people people didn't like it either and it was way worse than the way i'm doing it you know but it was just you know and it was nonchalant too you got checked you know what i'm saying so it's you know you you gotta just be humble about it you know i get tired of people being so prideful these days for no reason you know why are we so prideful you know what i'm saying right there's no none there's no fruit of spirit there's no fruit of spirit that says pride in it the fruit of the flesh does there's no fruit of the spirit that says pride right none of them so if you're if you if you're told to be you gotta be private no no there's no fruit of spirit that says prideful there's not pride there is no humbleness yes but pride no and i feel like we need to start teaching our children teaching the people around us to gotta gotta be humble because god god gives god will take oh yeah so if y'all want to know where that is in the bible it's in job so look at it. It's in the it's the first chapter actually. So um so y'all just, you know, we just gotta continue just to, you know, live for Christ. Yep. Uh I feel like Jesus ain't been his name ain't been said enough uh for the importance, but his name is very important because the father says, you, you know, you're not gonna get to you're not gonna meet him unless you go through Jesus, my son. So you have to go through the son. That's through him. You have to follow you got you got to live as Jesus did. Yeah. It ain't gonna be perfect, but you gotta live as He did. Strive to try. You gotta try. That's what perseverance means. Try. Perseverance means to get knocked down and get back up. Yeah. And persevere through it. Yeah. Paul did. Mm-hmm. We can do it too. It mm-hmm. ain't it ain't hard. That's what picking you know? up your cross. This stuff is not hard. Reason we make Christianity so hard because everybody trying to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And it's not gonna happen. Our goal, yes, the Bible says be righteous. Righteous doesn't mean perfect. It's on the path to righteousness, the path. The path can have wrongs in it, man. The path can have knockdowns. You're on a path to righteousness. Mm-hmm. God said you have to be, you have to have no wrongs on you and no, be righteous and clean. No, Jesus has done that for us. He was the perfect sacrifice. He was the lamb without, without a stain on him to be sacrificed so he can go before us you know and defeat death so we can come we can come we can come to god we can come to the throne all muddied up and shot up and all kind of stuff so we can do that mm-hmm. come as you are that's what the bible means come as you are you know all those things but before we go because you got anything to say baby no y'all i love y'all happy right, resurrection day this has been a great podcast uh, we're gonna pray on what we're gonna be uh, starting to next. We might be we might be coming back to the food sister. You never know. Whatever God wants us to do, uh, so we all can learn, including me and Kayla yep. and everybody's listening. But we love you guys, and uh, we're um, we got a, in a couple of weeks. We got a big surprise for you guys. We will announce, and it's gonna you know I can't wait for it. So just thank you guys. We love you, and y'all have a great week. 
Love y'all. Bye. Bye.